Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my most power, earth you with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there Ninjas! So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Mash Go. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. But this next guest. This next guest. Um, I'm going to call him a sidekick because his, his face and name is on the banner, but you don't see him much. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> you, don't, listen. you don't see him much. Oh, man. Oh, and, then man. I, and then we get a text before recording. Hey, my camera doesn't work. <laughs> so you're not going to see him either this time as well. <laughs> so, But I would love to welcome Corbin back to the show. Corbin. Hello, hello. We figure, uh, do, you, do you have a fun intro? I don't know. Do we have a fun um, intro for Corbin? Which which which? I had a Batman Forever line I just used. Oh, which great. one was that? See now we'll come back. We'll come back. We're gonna no. Be, you know watch. what? We're gonna we're gonna that's gonna be our <laughs> springboard right there because <laughs> so far we were supposed to start recording like forty minutes ago. But what I've realized is that in my heart of hearts, Corbin is my is my is, he's my Batman guy. You know what I mean? Like, and Batman Day just happened, which is you know like that's that's Corbin's back alley or crime alley or like whatever you like. That's it's Corbin's thing. That's where it started. And then every time we talk, Corbin never see eye to eye on Batman, like at all. <laughs> Everything I like about Batman, he doesn't. Everything he likes about Batman, I don't. <laughs> He's the weirdest Batman expert we have because he knows more about Batman than we do. But I question that every time he speaks. <laughs> so Corbin, welcome back to the show. <laughs> it's such a glowing endorsement. I'm happy to be back. I'm I'm the sidekick right now. I feel like I'm the Batwing of the Bat family. That you are. That's, that's my analogy. No, you're Panda Girl. We we haven't even talked about you yet. You're later in this. You're later wow. in the show. You're wow. the new Robin that just showed up. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting. What we got to talk about? Yeah. Oh, good old Panda Girl. Oh man. Yeah, you're you're uh, what Carrie Ke- Carrie Kelly? Yeah, that's the classic. I think you know, and she and she. I mean, they ingrained now. All right, in okay. Lore. Where do you, where do you put Stephanie Brown on your list? Low, low. Like she's a mid. Robin. Did you like her I mean, better as Robin? Spoiler or ba- uh, Batgirl? You're supposed to say spoiler before you say. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was spoiler to me because like that's her identity. I feel like Robin was cool because you did get like a different look at Robin. Um, that we kind of hadn't seen. You know, it was very much Carrie Kelly in terms of aesthetically being like a different look. Um, These are Robins, I, I by the way. For, this is this is a continuation for the Corbin the, the Corbin Menti oh. show off showdown <laughs> that happened before the show. That's what you're oh, getting. It, These it are, for anybody who's new to uh, Batman. These are all Robins we're talking about. But <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. No, but I, I think spoiler is probably better. She was very forgettable. She's I mean, a, what the best thing about her is a, Robin was she almost died. Like. She okay. was a, she was a better Batwoman or Batgirl than any of them in my opinion, and the, and she's such a good Batgirl that they ripped off her personality for Barbara Gordon when they brought her back from being Oracle. 
Stephanie Brown gets she gets no credit for for Batgirl, and, and she nor is the she. she is the cornerstone of the Batgirl personality currently. Uh, okay, now she is. Yeah, but yeah, she only but gleaned ev- off of stuff ever that- since they brought Oracle out of that chair. It's been Stephanie Brown with red hair. <sighs> Tell me this I'm wrong. This is a conversation. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is we are we are. I just feel like the best stunt she had was when she almost died. Like that is the only thing that really is like, oh my god, it stands out to me. She was okay. She was okay. I yeah, just but that's every like, DC character almost died. <laughs> yeah, but they don't normally. Yes, that's true. But like, okay, okay. especially the hold on, hold on. Wait, gotta, hold on. Gotta, I just I just got this in. Wait, I just got this. It, I had the. I just came across it. Spoilers: what? the alias. Yeah, uh, actually, oh, spoiler. yeah, no. <laughs> Spoilers part of the Bat Family is a different oh, character. Man. Yeah, completely different character. <laughs> boom, boom. So we, that's good. Moshko, call us out on that because you, you can fix those problems before they happen. Yeah, you, I thought you were you, like given some type of information that no, we weren't supposed to no, know yet. And, no, it's just no. a name. Stephanie Brown <laughs> went by three names. <laughs> um, all right, but let's reel this in for a second because Batman Day did just pass. Batman Day was last Saturday. Uh, and Batman Day, if you're new, is what, the fourth? No, the third? Was it the third Saturday of, of, of September? Of September, yeah. Isn't I mean, that what this it is? is? Something that started, well, this started in, what, 2014? So, yeah, we've been doing it around that same time. Uh, and every every year we get a whole slew of new Batman stuff. A lot of times there's a lot, uh, you know, new books that are announced, um, new interactive games and apps and also, and, and this is no different. So we got a whole bunch of new Batman things. So I figured what we can do is just rattle off for any of you Caped and, Cru- Caped, Caped and Crusaders fans, because that's how you say it. <laughs> um, okay. We figured we could rattle off some of uh, what has, uh, what's come around uh, since Batman Day, as well as some of the biggest news that's been going on with Batman. And you know, Corbin and I will bicker the entire time, so you can enjoy that. <laughs> um, so first things first, I think we should talk about HBO Max because, of course, HBO Max has taken Batman Day to the next level with the whole Batman section. They have so much Batman material currently. I mean, for the most part, that's Batman Central. So if you're looking to watch anything, I mean, you know, Titans right now is is Batman related. <laughs> Batman and Jason, I like he's, it. Yes, he's Batman. Batman's there, but it's the Game of Thrones Batman who's terrible. So you know, take that. Don't. He's not good. He's not a believable Batman. See, we're gonna argue again. Right, Didn't even no, pass no, the I, first no. point. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree. Okay. 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 He's not no, a no. believable Batman. No, he's Brit- not. He's too old. old British Batman is not a believable Batman. Oh, I'm sorry. He's not. He's not, Fair. but Fair. the cool, the one thing that they do have is the Batman audio adventures, and I haven't started this yet, and I also find it kind of weird that HBO Max has an audio podcast series, because I can't even, I wouldn't ever think to open that app to listen to something, but they do. They have a, a new audio podcast that apparently is funny. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's a comedy. Jason Sudeikis is in it. Jeffrey Wright is playing Batman, I believe. Yes. So, so he's playing Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> In Gotham, and then he's playing Batman in this audio adventure. He just lost out to being cast as Batman in the Batman. He was offered the role here for Batman, the audio adventures, and I think he accepted. You're absolutely messing with me because I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey Wright. Because if I think of Jeffrey Wright, I can only think of Westworld, and I can't put a cape and cowl on that man. (laughs) I can't can't put a cape and cowl. So, I mean, the voice, sure, uh, sure. But it's His it, voice to me lends itself decently. To me, it's just as bad as taking the guy from Game of Thrones and saying that's Batman. It's what? not. That's a, that's a stretch. That's no, a stretch. Je- oh, Jeffrey listen, Wright listen. is a stretch. He's 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 short and pudgy. 
Okay, Batman's coming. And you, uh, anyone, <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? How is that Batman? He's okay. Fine, fair, whatever. All right, I'm not gonna. <laughs> uh, yeah, you win. Like I said, I you win. All that right? would be I'm like not, saying that would be like going next next Batman day. They're like, and then Minty is Batman, and you guys would go. Listen, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I mean, you would. <laughs> yeah, you would. Listen, with your bad takes, I mean, Batman has questionable with, values with, as well. With I my mean, bad takes, then you would like me more. <laughs> <laughs> the more garbage I put out, the happier you would be. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Don't Batman play this game adventures. with me, my friend. Just he he does he does a show with Frank Caliendo and thinks he can take some jabs. You don't know anything, sir. <laughs> Try doing this show for five years <laughs> and be with Mauer that whole time. There it is. Oh there man. Is. Okay, there it is. That's true. I can't contend with this. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Real, real, real it again. Real it again. Mm-hmm. So let's. Okay. Uh, so yes, the audio scripted podcast is available now. I can't see again. I can't see turning that on to to listen to it. But mm-hmm. I would also have to believe it's available everywhere else. Do we know that? Is it available? On that the I podcast? don't know. I I nearly started watching today. Yeah. Yeah. HBO Max, and then they also released it on YouTube. So they did. Okay. That's all, folks. Is um, it? Is it like? Um, is it like animated well, or something? I'm like, not gonna lie, it's kind of annoying. It's one static screen, and you're listening to the podcast. But like, it's like I, I, I imagine I, I don't even know a good comparison for it because I can't turn my. I mean, I don't have YouTube um, Premium or whatever, and the HBO Max app. I've tried to you turn it off on your phone, the whole thing stops. So it doesn't give you like offline play. You you just have to experience it in that moment with your screen. You're just looking at a screen, I guess. I'm not really sure. Wasn't there that uh, Wolverine? Podcast Wolverine's or... outstanding. Yeah, that, I mean, I, is it similar never... to that if you listen to it? Or it's got yes. Me. I mean, I I wouldn't compare. I mean, I don't know in terms of what do you mean, like the actual quality or like the uh, presentation? Presentation mostly. I'm not super familiar. I mean, by the time I got well, around to it, I was able to listen to it like I would like music or whatever. Like, does it have sound effects? Um, yeah, yeah, it's there. Yeah, and I will say this: I do like. Okay, my I do like the voice, the voice acting. I only got through so far. I'm still finishing. I wanted to devote time, and I really don't have time to like. Have my well, phone on or have my screen locked while I do it, dude. But yes. the cast is incredible. It's Jeffrey amazing. Wright, Rosar- uh, Rosario Dawson, Jeff- yep. uh, Jason Sudeikis, and then yep. uh, John Leguizamo. Brent Spiner. John Brent Spiner is the Joker. Brent Spiner is the Joker. No, Data. Wow, that's hard. In the flesh, y'all. You have Keenan Thompson as Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got that. Huh? I don't know yeah. if he knew he did it, but, I, I was but like, I got it. I you said I Data in the flesh. And that just kind of threw, just kind <laughs> of threw I'm, me I'm, off. I'm just so good. I, I, I pour out the puns, y'all. All right, anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm done. What? Anyways, uh, that was a laugh, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to understand that what you, that noise you just heard that sounded like the like someone was tickling the predator was a laugh <laughs> that just came out of Corbin. Don't make fun of my laugh. <laughs> Wow! Don't make fun of my laugh. It's very. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna laugh anymore now. That didn't. That sounded like you were in the Matrix. Um, all right. So, so one of the other things that we got on Batman here. Let's just rattle off some dumb ones. Uh, there, there was the um, the Bat Tech app, right? I'm sure Yay. that's fun for kids. I didn't try it because I'm not going to. But it's an AR app that allows you to use some Bat Tech around uh, an AR simulator. That's it's cool. Yeah. It's free. It's fun f- hey, for the whole family. Yeah. Woo. Keep it 14. Uh, but then there's the world, which is kind of cool. Uh, Cause that's a, mm-hmm. it's a giant 180 page book. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do we know about the world? I know we've talked about this on the show before, but mm-hmm. I mean, basically you have 
it's, it's the, describing the cultural influence of Batman by having writing teams from literally around the world kind of submit entries to stories featuring Batman in their own unique way. I've been able to, I haven't officially like grabbed the book. I have a thing against hardcover books, so hold. Don't, but that's don't judge me. isn't that but, where that's huh? where Panda Girl's from, right? That's Pan, Panda um, yeah. Girl, New Robin's mm-hmm. from that. Yeah, and, and you have a yes. could be, could be could be the dopest bat costume I've seen in a long time. Uh, that samurai inspired, like, remember when Batman? What was it? Batman Ninja or Batman? Yeah, which the movie was a terrible movie, but looked great. That's kind of how this comic feels. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah, you're gonna get some of that. I think Ghostmaker was a better costume, personally. Well, that's okay, but this is still dope. This is a, like, oh, this is yes. an amazing costume. Um, Most so, definitely. So yeah, it's real. I guess we'll throw it in there real quick. Batman. There is a. He's Bruce Wayne is in is in is it Japan and Alfred tells him that he's got to try this noodle spot, <laughs> and yes. apparently Wayne Enterprises buys the entire block, um, where this noodle shop is, and like these goons from Wayne Enterprise come in to like say that they now own the area. Um, so she then is it the uh, tracksuit mafia? Right, it's absolutely. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> I own this block now, bro. Um, let's call back to last week's show or last episode. Ah. Listen to the last show. Uh, that'll make sense. Of course, the one I missed. Yeah. Anyway, she puts on uh, <laughs> she puts on red, yellow, and green, and she starts fight with Batman. Batman shows up with the very, very awesome. Oh, she discovers Batman because the cowl is sticking out of his bag. That's the most non-Bruce Wayne thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, that see, his, this is that's some Peter mm-hmm. Parker nonsense right there. That's not, this is that's, why I say and this is why I say you can be Batman because come on, <laughs> <laughs> like come on, right. it just depends on the team. Too sh- too Did you say what her name was? Panda Girl. No, it's well, yeah, but it's Kiki. Yes. Yes, that's that all is, I got. That, <laughs> thank you, Mashko. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> he's he's going to come in with the zingers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there you go. There's Panda Girl. So there's our newest Robin. She looks kind of cool. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's the thing that's happening in that book. Decent look. She's got panda right. ears. <laughs> now, this isn't really dumb, but it's... Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's throwaway news, but uh, we are getting the, uh, well, you probably already got it because Batman Day passed already, but in the Injustice uh, mobile game, you can download the original Batman skin when he had the purple gloves and he used to carry a gun. <laughs> you remember that Batman? Well, none of Old us remember school. that Batman. He I, plays for we, keeps. We weren't alive back then, but that sure. Batman. We were? were am I sure? <laughs> that was, that who, was a joke that didn't who land. Is that? Oh no 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 no! We're not going to gloss over that one. <laughs> who is that joke. directed towards there, Corbin? No, 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 Did you pull that off? Look, we have a baby Huey. I have no problem having a kitty Corbin. <laughs> don't don't play this okay. game. All right, I won't, I won't. <laughs> I'm really trying to come with some shots, but I'll, I'll lay off. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah. De- the Batman who hangs people. That Batman is the one that's coming into the Injustice Two game. He did. He, didn't he? Did he, he yeah, hung, he like, did. The monster people. And then said it's better off this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No regrets. That was a brutal Batman. The dude had no regrets. Yes. Yes. Um. And oh, then what else is happening? Um. In was it Scotland? Glasgow. Glas- Glas- Glasgow. 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 Gail got it. So. 
Gal Scal Godot. Dude, we mess up names. It's a thing that we do. But anyway, <laughs> they fine. put uh, they put a bat signal up, which is always fun when that happens. And apparently, yep. if you were one of the first eight people to say "I love Batman" or something, you won a prize. So you got like a free comic or a DVD, which. Corbin is the only person alive who would be excited to get a DVD. <laughs> you know what? Wow. The heat is real right now. That's I would be cut. excited. That is a deep cut. I'm a DVD fan. I like to own my media physically. No, 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 no. He yes. likes to buy bootleg DVDs. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he walks around. He walks around. The first time I ever met this dude, he's walking around. Uh, what were what was the name of the con? Was it Fan Fest? I think it was Fan Fusion. Phoenix, yeah, Phoenix Fan, Fan, Fan Fusion. Fan Fusion. And he was, uh, he was like, guys, there's there's a bootleg DVD stand over there. We're gosh. like, dude, Netflix is a thing. Listen, listen, <laughs> what are you? My, what are you doing? Let me defend myself real quick. So Disney Plus did not exist as of yet. And where else was I going to find the 1995 Spider-Man series? X-Men, you know, I, these were DVDs I thought I needed to have. And I ended up buying one, and now I still have an, a useless 1981 Spider-Man that plays in a loop as a starting yeah, menu. That you probably never have opened that packaging. But yeah. more than that, once but, I'm yeah. pretty sure I have video of you telling that to, to Frank Caliendo and his oh, eyes no. rolling back so hard <laughs> when you said you were buying DVDs. Might have been the highlight of my trip. <laughs> Might have been the wow. highlight of my trip. That was um, a day, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, okay, what else? Uh, oh, the, we also had the web, remember the uh, the Weeb Tunes, Web Tunes, the Web Tunes we talked yes. about that outsold Batman. Remember we talked about this on the last show. So uh, the Wayne family uh, Batman book, the exclusive mm-hmm. Batman book that Wayne they family have adventures. on that has over five hundred thousand subscribers, outselling every single version of a Batman book being sold currently. By like wow. leaps and bounds, by like three hundred thousand. Like, like it, that. it's, mm-hmm. it's, and that should tell you something. We we had a we had a whole conversation about like is this is it's I mean the as we said before comics is still a billion dollar industry so I don't think comics are going anywhere but as far as the value of comic books being the medium that introduces the storytelling mm-hmm. I think that's going to start to go away. I think we're really? going to start to see a shift in content. Like we're seeing it with the MCU already. The MCU dictates where the comics go, so. Where comics used to dictate the MCU, now it's reversed. And with yeah. things like webtoons bringing in more eyes than the actual comic shops, that's that doesn't bode well. That's no. not a that's not a good that's not a it's not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing. Although I will push back a little bit and say that I've read um, most of the Wayne Family Adventures, and I feel like it is a very well written, simply designed book, which for Batman, unfortunately, is hard to come by. Um, you know, and so I will, I will, I will say that I I think is more of a testament to the quality of the work done for Batman Wayne Family Adventures than anything else. However, I do agree with you in terms of the media shifting. It's so funny that you say that because you're you're a Joel Schumacher Batman fan, which is the most over the top ridiculous version. And and maybe this maybe this is maybe this is the proof that you're an actual Batman fan opposed to me just being a a poser because I like stripped down Batman. Like okay. I, I don't like the over the top Batman. It gets like a little Batman too much. Damned or whatever that. It just that it, gets was. A, <laughs> it, it gets too it gets too much when we start <laughs> bringing in the dead. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, he that made, was a good one. He made a Batman Moscow, Well done. Well that done. Was a, that was a good one. A sneaky little one too. That was like, ooh. <laughs> no one wants re- to be. We're not referring to Batman on that. I'm about to say nobody <laughs> wants to be. That's not how you enact things. Um. But my point is, is that you're so used to Batman and the absurdity that it's become that 
something like Joel Schumacher's Batman seems right to you. <laughs> where where I love Batman Begins and the and the Dark Knight because it is a stripped down version of Batman. It's Batman at its core back to basics, opposed to over the top gloss and, and and glam. It's like 80s glam rock, but like in superhero form. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're gonna with, have to have with, we're with gonna have a conversation. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We're going to have to do a breakdown of that because I have thoughts that I can't explain in this show. But I- I'm with you to a certain extent. Boiling but I can down. see, but, right. may- but maybe that's your argument against everything I say about you and your Batman fandom is that. <laughs> <laughs> that you, because you like that stuff, that makes you the true Batman fan because that's how absurd he's become over the years. It's gotten a little over the top. <laughs> and I don't mean that as a bad thing. It's still, there's still plenty of, like, look, three Jokers I loved. Um, and that is a, to, to, wrap your head around that story <laughs> it's ridiculous yes um anyway so uh moving on from there what we talked about so let's let's talk about some just batman news that's come out recently and and i don't know if this is really news but for batman day matt reeves showed an image a still from the new batman um movie uh and this is going to be divisive for corbin and i because i think i'm going to like it because it's stripped down f- fake year one where Corbin's going to hate it because it's not nipples. So, <laughs> no. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I am not going to like it, I don't think. But I'll tell you why, real quick. Just, I have to let this out. We're going back. What's with everyone going back to redoing Batman, to a young Batman? We've only tried an old Batman one and a half times. Because it didn't work for the studio. It because they don't. How much crap happened after that? That uh, There was a whole movement with billboards, and they had to remake the movie. Like, it led to Restore the Snyderverse. Like, all of that. They, because that, we like that Batman. And that's great. And that's fine. And I, so bring and him I, back. And I. Well, no, we sure. gotta go young again and, and bare bones, and he barely has a bat costume. It's etched into his chest because that's so cool and urban. I don't know. It could be great. And, uh, it could be. It, it, anyway, yeah, that ven- yeah. You know, that vengeance scene is is amazing. That was dope. That, that was dope. Ven- and if we get a whole movie worth of that, I'm a hundred percent in. I'll give you that. Well, look, well, you that, that that trailer was cut from less than twenty five percent of the film in general because it was COVID time. So the trailer we saw was less than twenty five percent of the the footage that would make up that movie. And for what we got, I mean. That was better than most trailers that come out where they have the whole movie available to them. <laughs> and Very true. I will give you that. That's Sometimes true. you don't even see that <laughs> from the trailer. Mm-hmm. And the music to be, choice was amazing, too. And to be fair, you know, as much as I like Zack Snyder's Justice League and as much as I love the concept of a DCEU uh, or just a DC extended universe, Batman's mythos and Batman's lore can survive on its own more than any other character. Would you agree? Like, yeah, Batman would alone. Because here's the at the end of the day, if Superman was bored, he could solve all of Gotham's crime problems in the day. And that kind of def- that kind of hurts the the whole allure of Batman. He always has to be busy because if he just shows up to have a little chit chat, he can go ahead and lock six or seven people up <laughs> real quick, lickety split. And Batman seems very useless. So. A lore, like a, a, a universe of just Batman and Batman-only characters that's grounded and more realistic, I love that idea. Because it really allows Batman to shine in ways that he normally doesn't because he's got to stand up to characters like Superman. Like Detective Batman, you lose real fast when the Justice League's around. Yeah, because the, the, what he brings to the table. Yeah, that's true. Very true. The strategy. And that's great. You know, is he's the guy in the chair. Cool. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's not not to say that in a bad way, but it's yeah. It's, that's what you get with Batman. That's kind of his whole. It's his whole ordeal. That's why Batman and Spider Man are characters that almost work just as well with an ensemble as they do in their own uh, own separate universe because their own lore is so good. Yeah, it's so well developed. The Rogues Gallery is so fully fleshed out. Yeah, it's it's a good group. I agree with you completely on that. So I'm okay. Build a build a whole universe that's Batman only. I'm okay with that. And that's what they're doing with the Gotham show. Mm-hmm. You have enough that'll make it work. I mean, you don't have to go full, you know, full end of the world like every Marvel thing seems to have to do to have some validity. But anyway. Yeah. But you know, but we'll get we'll get Flash, we'll we'll bring them all together. <laughs> <laughs> True that. It's got to happen. All right, so uh let's talk about the best member of the Bat family. Bat-hound. <laughs> oh, I okay. <laughs> I was like, I thought we were talking Ace, about George Clooney's Batman. Ace the Bat. Did you just say George Clooney's Batman? I thought we were talking about <laughs> George Clooney's Batman is your is your favorite Batman? He's not my favorite, but he's a good one. Anyway, let's keep moving. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to distract us. It's really no. The, my favorite is Val Kilmer. We talked about this. Not on this show. I need to defend my take later. But Val Kilmer, Batman. But I didn't mean to distract. I apologize. Book out of turn. <laughs> let's talk about Ace. I, I can't I can't Wake up, I can't wait so where do you put him on your list of Batman All right, so if we're going in order he's third Val Kilmer <laughs> wait 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 listen Val Kilmer first just because I think that he did the best balance of the brooding kind of anyway we'll talk about that Val Kilmer first of all after that you gotta go with the original and best you, you just have to. There, there's Adam no West. way around That's it. That's where I was going. Huh? Adam, <laughs> Adam West? West? Um, yeah. No, I'm playing. No. No, not Adam West. Um, I'm forgetting the, his name The now. guy from the 40 serials? <laughs> oh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. After Michael Keaton, I think comfortably you kind of nestle him in there. Um, and that's where I put George Clooney. Wow. Wow. So Clooney before Dude, I, I Bale. Would put- I would put. I would just. Bale is the, right after. I mean, the single. The single. Like they didn't have a throat lozenge. You know, I don't really give that points. The the single vengeance line <laughs> in the the new Batman trailer puts him above George Clooney. <laughs> Patterson is already above Clooney. Is <laughs> already. Okay, I'll give you. I mean, you just haven't watched the Batman and Robin uh, trailer recently. That's all. You'd rethink that if you had. I don't want to watch the Batman and Robin trailer, let alone the movie. Oh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, Bathound, Bathound, Ace the Bathound is gonna have a uh, is gonna have a book coming out with um, was it Batman Urban Legends? Yeah, it's gonna tell with that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a series of books. Uh, well, no, three distinct stories. It's a Zatanna story, a uh, Ace the Bathound, and somebody else. Who's the other person? Um, one other person. Of course not. I don't remember. Is it Catwoman? I think it's Catwoman. It probably was. Yeah. Well, I know Zatanna's going to have something to do with the fact that you know it's going to be mystical Batman stuff, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have Ace the Bat-Hound, which is the only reason I'm bringing up this story in general. Is it's the it's a Catwoman. Yeah, it's Catwoman. Because Ace is amazing. Yeah. Every time, look, if, if, and you only ever see Ace nowadays when like, like the Bat family's having a powwow in like the front room, and Ace walks in, gets like uh, his head scratched, and walks out. He's, yeah, he makes his token appearance, and he's done. <laughs> Gangster. But the Catwoman one is more of a tie. Yeah, that's how you do it, really. Just walks but, in, walks out. Crypto's Crypto's there with his tail wagging. He's like part of the whole thing. Ace is like, no, 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 no. Pat my head, and I'm done. I just went. Now we need the Bat Cow to get a book, and we're all set. 
Oh man. I, you I, don't I, want I'm gonna lie. I, I don't feel Batsy, excited. Batsy uh-huh. the back is it Batsy? Betsy it's like is it it's not Betsy the Bat Cow, it's is it what's Bat Cow's name? I forget. Bat Cow. Bat Cow. You guys don't remember Bat Cow? I don't it doesn't stand out in the lore for me. He, um, it's the cow that has the bat emblem on oh, its eyes. Re- that, oh that, Damian, yeah. that Damian Wayne was like, it's Bat Cow. Yeah, I'm looking it up and the name was just Bat Cow. Yeah, it was rescued from a slaughterhouse by Batman and Robin in order to test her for diseases that she may have been having. I don't know. Batman Incorporated, <laughs> volume two, number one. So yeah, there it is. But the name is just Bat Cow. Betsy was a nice touch though. I like it. All right. Well, let's have you, have you been reading Future State? <laughs> yes. Is it good? Uh, Batman specifically, yeah. It's very mid, to, as the kids say. No, I'm playing. Um, I, I you, have... you mean you? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you say? Yeah, yeah, as I, as I like to say, man. I try to put some distance there. God forbid I, been... I see a gray hair on you. God no. forbid. The day I, mean, I listen, see a gray on you. <laughs> 26 is the new 44, I think. Hey, I don't know. watch it. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. My God, I, mean, I was throwing out of age. I'm sorry. 44 okay. is the new 24. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. There you go. There it is. Not quite um, there yet, but I I did want to add. It's okay. It's battling bovine. Battling bovine. That's a good Wait, name. Whoa. That's the whoa. cow. Bat cow. That's, that's, that's the cow. Battling bovine. Battling bovine. Battling bovine. No comment. It's a good wow. name. But the reason future I'm bringing State up Batman, though. yes, back to future state. Decent. Um, I mean, you have the John Ridley, the next Batman. Can you, um, yeah, can you give a little breakdown on what it is real quick before we get into yeah, the next Yeah, so, bit? I mean, you have the rise of this, like, it's it's like this um, cyberpunk-ish type of police force, uh, the magistrate, um, they're basically hunting down any superheroes, supervillains, just in general. They're taking them off the streets. Batman, conveniently, is framed for a crime he didn't commit. He's on the run. And you have Jace Fox, um, Batling's brother, um, step up to the mantle of Batman, and... I like the suit actually. It's a it's based on the traditional Batman suit with just Too a closed dope. a closed uh, face. You know, the it's Optimus just a Prime. <laughs> exactly, really dope. And mind you, I didn't think the story was fleshed out enough to understand like his reasoning for taking on the suit, how he balanced that um, responsibility with being Batman, trying to do something that Bruce left behind because he wanted to fill those shoes without really understanding whether or not he was best equipped to do so. Um, so I feel like, although I did like the illustrations and the short kind of self-contained story, which is really putting him in this world, trying to evade the magistrate um, while trying to figure out what's going on. Um, at the same time, he like is helping this couple. Um, and it's in the, the short kind of forest you run, helping this couple um, survive like over a couple days. He makes an appearance with actual Batman. Like This is what we get from there. Um, and it spawns off this new, this other series called The Next Batman, Just Alone, that's focusing just on Jace and his family um, and the ramification that's spilled from him being Batman. But that's basically where we're at right now. And what I thought was cool about really Future State in general, but we'll go Future State Batman as well, is that this was more self-contained, where I could look at the main Batman storyline and then look at the next Batman and go, okay, this is a possible future slash currently unrelated but right now what's happening and i'm not sure if you're going to lead into that so i'm going to stop right here is where the batman main titles are spinning directly into events that spawn future state like like there's no type of difference in time well yeah because they're they're trying to get to a point where you can see how future state's being built but i think I, i think that's the it's the inherent problem of future state when you announce that it's going to be a short period of time that doesn't have any real influence as as well as every single project just starts dropping like flies. Nobody cares. 
Future yeah. State to me was a flop the moment they were like, it's only going to last a month. I thought that was actually kind of cool. And I'll say why I did. I thought it was cool because you had this like alternate limited series history or alternate limited, limited series future. Focus on that, dive in there for two months, and then get back to regularly scheduled programming. In my mind, the ideal way to do that would have a fully like real life story, beginning, middle, end, in that month and a half, two month time. And then be done with that. And then you can kind of dip back into those stories if you want to, to further expand it out. Oh, they And if not, we're good. They're but all coming not back. They're huh? all, every, every one of those characters exactly. at some point is going to come back. Exactly. Everyone. Which defeats the entire purpose, like you said, of making it limited if it's going to directly tie in. It's, to, to me, it's just it, not one of the stories was intriguing enough on its own that made it worth getting into something that was going to be over with no real ramifications. Like, remember when Yara was it? What was her name? Flora, Yara Flora. Yara, yep. what was the hell's her name? The new Wonder Woman. You said it. Uh, she Yara was getting Flora. her own CW show. Yes. And then that, that dropped. <laughs> and yeah, that was I mean, conceptually, I think was the coolest character. Yeah. But it wasn't fully realized. Like you said. Yeah. It was just, and a lot of this has happened where DC, I mean, we're not, we can go to a DC autopsy later. Uh, we got to get a Marvel one too, though, because they get away with a lot of flack. But anyway, going back to DC, it's like you say you, you have, say this like one of us is gonna go no, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like some I, I, some of us was just gonna start defending Marvel. No, 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 no. Well, you know it's funny. I just don't see. I listen. I'm a I'm an avid listener, and I don't feel like I hear Marvel get the the proper flaming it deserves. What are you talking and about? Coming, I mean, it gets some negative speaks. Like, yeah, you speak up, Menti, but you don't speak up enough. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Like, here's the like, difference between Marvel and DC. Marvel knows how to be in the news. DC does not. So every time we go to do this show, we've got 30 pieces of Marvel news and two pieces of DC news. All right, fair. Marvel, Mar- I think Marvel... DC's just trying to sort out their stuff. I don't yeah, think they too. have any direction. I mean, they've been changing leadership roles and positions for you know a couple of years at this point. They don't know what they're doing. Well, Marvel just acts like they do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they have direction, at least from the movie standpoint. For the movie, yeah, the movies tell them where to go, or Jonathan Hickman. What are the other? Mm-hmm. <laughs> one or the other. That's true. That's true. But going, going back to what you were saying about um, Future State and Batman and how it relates, you have spinoffs now, but they're not really truly spinoffs because they're continuations of the Future State series that already started. Future State Gotham, while being a Red Hood story, is merely picking up kind of where Future State was leaving off. The next Batman already spawned off its own series, so that limited series wasn't really limited to begin with at all, you know? And the direct ramifications of the Magistrate, how they form, are not only... It's not like the current Batman run is showing, like, the beginning, like, the seeds of the Magistrate building. No. They're making this, I guess, the next big thing. Like, right now, we are seeing the forthcoming of this next big event as if future state is going to happen in december and not something that already passed like this is not a possible three to five year future like we were told like the way the story's being written is being presented as like oh this is just coming right at them you know well i think they're trying i think they're just trying to wrap it up i I think it goes back to what moshko is saying is that they just kind of want to end this era and move on to what's next so they can get a fresh start especially with the new movies coming around because again the movies at the end of the day the comic books have become a place for the moviegoers to keep the story going instead of it being the reverse. Instead, yeah. of it, instead of it saying, like, oh, I love that movie. I wonder what else I can find out about this character. They now want to make sure that, oh, I love this movie. Here's a bunch of books that pertain to this character. Is, does that make sense? Like, it's the, yeah. the thought process is reversed, um, mm-hmm. which leads a little bit, I guess, in, into what I wanted to bring up, which is uh, a Future State's version of the Joker that we're going to get in um, Future State Gotham. 
which I don't know, man. It 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 looks it doesn't look good. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm kind of excited for it, but I'm because it's the joke. I... It's the Joker. You put Joker on anything, people are excited for. Mm-hmm. It. Doesn't if matter. You like the cover. It doesn't. Like the cover. I don't, However, I don't, even I don't like think the design. any of it is. A, I don't either. I don't think any of it is particularly appeasing, personally. And that's no disrespect. It looks to like a henchman. art team on it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like if you were playing a video game, this is your first level boss. Wow. That's what it looks like. Do you end with Joker? This is your first level. And then that and then you over the over the course of the game, you have to fight this same person three or four times, just a different mm-hmm. color. Like also. I mean that purple. character design <laughs> is specific to future state though. Mm-hmm. Like that and, design yeah, you're not gonna see. That type or, of- Right. Yeah, and like Simone DeMio did the cover. Um, Dennis Culver is going to do the story. Um, like you have some some stuff there. It, it's intriguing enough that I'll definitely check it out. But am I excited for it? No. It fits more in line. The color scheme and everything of the cover fits more in line with what this type of future state Gotham City environment is supposed to be. Um, like I said, very like I I don't even want to like date my not date myself, but like overextend my pop culture references and trying to bring up like Blade Runner or some of those like type of. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it's it's type, de- yeah. What, uh, What's the video game? Uh, cyber Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Yeah. There I mean, you it's, go. It's you know it's it's very meant to be thing. futuristic cyberpunk type stuff. It looks like a failed Ghostbusters character. Whoa, that's that's strong. what it looks I, like. You know what it looks like? It looks no. it looks like a character no. from the new Ghostbuster movie, like not even the good oh, Ghostbuster man. movies. It looks I'm trying like... to think of what it is, but there. <laughs> wow, that's a take. It man. does. Yeah. Tell me, it doesn't. I mean, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna tell you that it doesn't, but I, I, I don't necessarily think that it does. Is that, is that a good hedge? I, I feel, I feel as though a proton pack could take this guy out. Is all I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't run into that. The next Batman will handle it. But anyway, like, I guess this ties in again with what we're talking about in terms of Batman. And I guess this is a great kind of segue, if I may, into like the Batman stories as they are right now, because we do have a lot of flux for basically what's the main title in DC. You know, Superman's gone through a couple of um, not only rewrites and, and revamps, but obviously they're trying to position John Moore as the next Superman. You can kind of see that being led in DC. Batman, though, you have different stories right now. I'd, re- I'd recommend Batman Reptilian. That's Garth Ennis back on the beat there. And, and even that's not a, in my opinion, a true Batman story. It does have uh, Garth Ennis's kind of cheeky um, type of personality applied to Batman. Um, he's trying to figure out this new villain on the scene who's just like wrecking gotham's underworld like just completely just carving them up in just monstrous ways and so batman's trying to investigate that that's a limited series um issue three just came out like a couple weeks ago that's interesting i i enjoyed that um batman urgent urban legends uh number the most recent one number seven recently dropped uh that one's teasing a batman beyond series that's going to be coming out um early next year and even that i i was pumped i picked up the book and it opened it up first thing i see terry mcginnis batman you know, and not Terry McGinnis Batman, like how he's been written, but Terry McGinnis from Batman Beyond the series, 1999 to 2002, like that. Oh, one. oh, oh my gosh. You mean Peter Parker? Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, fine. You mean and Peter Parker? The- <laughs> pretty sure. Fair, that's, that, that's fair. I thought he did a much better job than Peter Parker did. He's, he's a much better uh, Peter Parker than Peter Parker. Pretty sure they just said, let's make a Batman show with Peter Parker in it. Much better. He's a much better Peter Parker than Peter Parker is. 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, look at rewatch it. That series was anyway. See, I don't Parker, get distracted Parker did his stuff himself. He was Terry was granted everything that makes him special, but okay. Uh, Terry went and took the cape and well, not the cape and cow, but took the and then got right, the blessing and then got all the gear and then and yes. Well, where, and, where and, I believe did Peter make his own? Can we? Can we, can we not? Yes, he did. did depending well, on. Well, you kind of I, look. I, I was just making. I did. I, tried I was to just trying to say that they wanted I, to make no, Spider-Man for me. But you okay. decided to take my favorite character and pit him up against the, right. a lame version of your favorite character. Hey, there's like 18 million YouTube videos that do it better than I do. Don't play. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Going back, going back. Um, Batman Urban Legends, basically an anthology. In this case, Urban Legends number seven is an anthology of books that are going to be coming out, and so. Um, the bat, there's a Batman Beyond comic that starts off with Terry McGinnis and Bruce Wayne, but Bruce Wayne is dying. He's been murdered. And it's setting the stage for Batman Beyond Neo Gotham that's going to launch in March. That's going to be Bruce, I mean, going off of your excellent point, John, is going to be Terry McGinnis' Batman without the help, guidance, or anything of Bruce Wayne, because Bruce Except Wayne for the suit from that guidance. continuity is dead. He has to up. He has to rebuild it himself. Like everything from this point on is going to be Terry on his own. He's going to change his name to Peter. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, yeah, that. And then the main Batman title. Um, I mean, it was it went from Tom King. We've had uh, James Tynion, and then now we have um, Joshua Williamson coming. And the entire time, yes, I love Joshua Williamson just because this whole story. I love. I just, I just, be, just because of Godspeed and and his whole I annoyed DC until they hired me story. I love that. <laughs> I just I just love that. Uh, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how he puts his mark on Batman, but that has probably been the most disappointing title over the past two years. But let's be uh, honest, which is a shame because it's the biggest. And you know what? This might be a topic for a later time because we're also very long on this episode as it is. But oh, wow, more than that. that, when you think of when you think of Batman, specifically Batman, maybe Spider Man, Superman, just just when I was listening to you talk, mm-hmm. you think of when you when I say give me throw me best Batman books. You know, Long Halloween is always mentioned. Uh, obviously, Dark Knight's always mentioned. Dark Knight, of course. You know, yeah, I mean, Year One. There's all. I mean, there's a, there's you know, Dark Knight Strikes Again. There's a whole. Oh, whole series of one. one. But there are a bunch. Some people love that book, and I I will say the writing is better than the art. But hundred percent. But regardless, when Batman is mediocre for a long time, it hurts that character because you expect greatness, and that that's his own popularity is his downfall. Batman (laughs) is like he's oh, what's his name? Who who um he's he's M Night Shyamalan of comics. Wow, you know what I mean. It just got to a point where people expected so much from him that just if he doesn't crank out, like what was the last, what was the last classic Batman arc? Like that's just transcends comics. What was the, give me, give Quarter me. Quarter Owls? Quarter Owls. Oh yeah, I'll give you Quarter Owls. I'll give you Quarter Owls. Yeah. Quarter Owls is still, I'd say still very, like you got to be a comic head to truly appreciate I, I Quarter Owls. But I agree, I but I, I would say that's probably the last one. You're probably, you're right too because of like Gotham, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. Even before that, you're looking at stuff like Under the Red Hood, which is like a couple years before that, and very much still comic head and it, type. And to be very fair, if it wasn't for that animated version, that nobody would know it. Nope, that's true. And then you're looking at like mid stuff and like Nightfall and stuff that is arguably not very good in my opinion. But, and then you go back to the '80s where you have like The Dark Knight Returns, Cult, Batman, Venom, stuff like that. So you get Batman where you can't name a book that you think's been that good over the last couple of years like they're they're good they're fun it's comics they're still fun but yeah, it's not like these trends it's not it's pizza. not work 
it's pizza. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. And other it's things not, we Caesar, won't talk little about. Little Caesar's pizza. Yeah, it's little. Yeah, right. You're not getting. It's not. Uh, you know, it's not John's on Bleecker. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not good pizza. Um, but wow. Spider Man, uh, Superman, Batman, some of the heavy hitters in comics, and you cannot think of a time or an arc that was impactful in the last couple of years. I think is indicative of comics in general. Like I think King in Black was one of the only times recently that I've been like super stoked on a book. I can't think of the last time I've been that excited over a book. And I think that comics in general are just in this weird, I don't know what the hell we are anymore because everything else has just become so popular and surpassed it in its value so much that all, all, all Marvel tries to do is, is, is make money on nostalgia and DC just kind of overcomplicates things with shit like the Omniverse. Like, is it maybe because the movie, well, at least from a Marvel standpoint, the movies have been so good. Your expectations are now so high for the books. I don't and think the so, books aren't living I, up to I've what been you... Reading the, I've been reading the books longer than the movies. The movie's been out. Right. I say, even as someone who's like a moderate Marvel Comics fan, like the writing just is not... Mm-hmm. No. You know what I mean? It's just, it's okay. You know? And it's come from like some objectively bad DC writing just as a comic fan. Like I get what you mean as far as like, you see the movie, say, like, Oh my God. Like I expect like this fully, you know, just realized evolution of storytelling in a way that's going to come and, and grip me. And I want to get that from my books. I'm not even mm-hmm. expecting that. I just want something that's going to like, well, you make know, sense, be mostly well-written and something half memorable. You know? I th- yeah. But it was also more than that. Like you, fe- it felt like you've like, when you were around for 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 bigger books that took place, like you know onslaught, I mean, well, I guess for some people that they're, not, my time, they're, they're gonna disagree with that, but yeah, before but my time. Regardless, when a when a book that 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 meant something that you felt like it was an event, okay, okay, then let's just go back to King and Black for Venom. When King and Black was <laughs> coming out, it felt like you were a part of something larger. Like it was building to this monumental peak and it's been building for a long time. And you felt like every time there was news about it, I was excited. And every time there was a new issue, I was excited. How, how no fit into the greater scheme. Like they yeah. really did a good job of plotting all that out before we got to the final crescendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have that same feeling for comics that I once did. I, cause I, there's just been no books that I'm like, man, I can't wait to get to the next issue. I'm just like, Oh, that's out. Yeah. Where I used to like map that shit out. I used to be like, all right, well, then in this this week this comes out, next week this comes out. I only got so much money. We got to pick and choose. Now it's just like, oh, there's a new Joker. You know Here, what I mean? Like, I, 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 I get you completely. I understand completely. I, I was telling you about this before we went on. Um, we'll tell both of you guys about how I had went on a little bit of a, a rut before picking up any books. Like, we're talking like two months. And didn't miss it. Like, I mean, I can't miss it because I miss comics, but when I picked them up and I started reading, I'm like, oh, okay. And the only thing that was, like, mildly exciting was that I don't have to wait two weeks to figure out what's going to happen next because, you know, there's my next book, 2 out of 36, right there, you know? But in terms of, like, excitement, like, there's certain books, like, oh, I can't wait. I can't remember the last book that I jumped on, like, oh, put me on, this is what I want. Came um, back. Like, I can't it. wait to get my hands on it. Yeah. I mean, I will give one thing that DC's done decent, and half of that might be tied to my nostalgia. But um, you have uh, Paul Dini, Alan Burnett, and Ty Templeton. Batman The Adventures Continue. I like that one. Um, it started digital first. I like the way they've kind of fleshed it out. It's a continuation of Batman The Animated Series and, of course, Batman Adventures. And it, it picks up right where the series left off. It had its own interpretation of the Red Hood. 
Um, we've already they've already done his own interpretation of Court of Owls, and now we have these little standalone stories where you have Huntress coming in. Um, was the most recent one, and what was really cool about that is that ties into a Justice League Unlimited episode that you can actually check out. Like it's really cool in terms of continuity and also exploring this world that we already know. So I'll give points for that. But even that's kind of, it's, it's it's minuscule compared to so many Batman ongoing series we have right now. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug, man. It, it very very much is yes. It's a hell of a drug, and and Marvel <laughs> knows that. Well Marvel mm-hmm. knows that. That's why they 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 lean on that. And mm-hmm. here's the thing: Mar- Marvel's tried. I mean, we had Jason Aaron's. Um, what was that last book? Uh, the Squadron Supreme taking over. Yeah. Heroes reborn. Heroes reborn. When they re- when Mephisto and Coulson re- reshaped the world, and the Squadron Supreme were the Avengers, and whatever. Like the attempts have been there to try and give you that, but then they're they you know what uh, so so the attempts there, but it's it's a failed attempt. It's Titans, right? It's there, like you can see the the mean potatoes there, but then it just falls flat before you get a chance to actually enjoy it. Um, tell me I'm wrong again, again. The first, the first, I'm not like, trying to season listen, one and season right. two we'll, start great and they set up a lot great. of things and then they and then we're, they we're suck. Then they suck. Then all of a sudden, oh random God. people die because they touch electrified poles. That uh, was the lamest go out. Okay, Titans then, is another. You're right. And then and then you have and then you have. Um, oh, I can't think of what's Raven's dad's name. I can't think of his name. Trigon. Oh, Trigon showed up and died in like thirty seconds. Because he was, Dude, so that was cool. Yeah, we stu- up. It was uh, great. It's stupid. Insert Trigon. Insert Deathstroke for Trigon. Then you have season two. Yes, yeah, season two was good. I loved, I loved the dude who played Deathstroke. He was Too a lot of fun. Uh, but that's, but that's where you start getting these these fake unearned drama because they want to force all these people in there, but none of their relationships have been flushed out to care about the fake drama. It is a really bad soap opera with some cool action scenes. It is. It I is, mean, but that that look that tangent took me completely off the point I was trying to make. I know I was trying to stop you too for um, a second. Is that? Oh, oh, so Marvel has become Sheldon Cooper <laughs> from from uh, Big Bang Theory and the shit like trying to make Moon Knight um, the Phoenix is like Bazinga. It's like you could see that it's the most forced crap to try and make you like a character mm-hmm. instead of just making that character cool on their own right. Like they're already good at the things that they do. Don't try and like force Blade on the Avengers. What the hell is Blade doing on the Avengers? <laughs> I'm sorry. Take that same formula, and that's what Batman's been doing, especially with Tanya at the helm. You have to love Ghostmaker. He's so awesome. He and Batman go way back. Check out some cool stuff that he does. Oh, look at Clown Hunter. He's so dope. Let's look at him. Punchline. That kicked off for a little bit. She's amazing. None of it's Why? stuck, though. Doesn't matter. Not Check a- her out. Like, those are three characters that have come, and like you said, oh, they punch haven't line, stuck. Punch but we should like them. Punchline. Oh, oh Punchline's going to stick around. Ghostmaker. I'm saying in terms of the hype, the, the well-earned hype. It's it, They're all, all three characters I mentioned, I'm sorry, are still like in stories, still being, but they're not yeah, because as they're exciting as the writing stories. Story. That's it. That's exactly. It. If you if we read and we go, wow, that con- that character is dope. Like, that is cool. If you know you're what it telling is? me the you know character you create is dope, I'm like, okay. Here's, the, here's yeah. the problem. In early comics, when you set the right in to tell comic publishers whether a character was good, like you had to wait, they had to wait for the editorials to find out whether or not the thing they did was good. So they would end up writing and have to do more stories with that character and flush out that character further because they didn't get the responses yet. People are still literally writing it out by hand and mailing it in. 
You know, George R.R. R. Martin is famously writing in a Fantastic Four book about how much he liked uh, Stanley's take on whatever character. Point being is that they had to wait for that that feedback, and that gave them time to flesh a character out further. Uh, where mm-hmm. now it's instantaneous, and the moment that buzz wears off, you get punchline. Pun- yeah, like punchline was, was huge when they were like, "Joker got a new girlfriend." Everybody, that's all anyone ever wanted to talk about was punchline, and that, that character fell so flat on that face. Nothing, 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 nothing. And it's not even a developed character. It's like, I don't really give a shit about you. (laughs) Oh, you killed your professor because you liked the Joker on on Superhero Day. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that is such a... a, a I'm I'm, I'm sold. I don't know about you guys, but, like, sign me right up for the ongoing monthly. (laughs) It's, I mean, it's, it's... I don't know. Maybe I'm just tired and I'm grumpy. No, I mean, I'm sure there's an element of that for sure. But that's just your nature. But also, you're right. I'm that's I'm the grumpy one. I'm not the. Okay, grumpy listen. One. No, I'm not the grumpy one. No, 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 no. Not you're one of the grumpy ones. It's probably better. You're not the grumpy. One. I am. I am the. I am the the ray of sunshine on this show, sir. Do not forget that. Forty five minutes to the contrary, sir. <laughs> it's just when you're around. Oh. <laughs> there's only so many horrible opinions I can take in one one sitting. And this is why I'm a sidekick. Also, this is why Superman works alone. Okay, this, this, why you're a sidekick. That's another <laughs> damn Batman and Robin quote. <laughs> I had to. I set it up. Uh, <laughs> it's look, um, so okay. Let me let me let me set the record straight. Comics are still wonderful. Comics are still great. Comics just they're they're losing their their sting to the movies because the companies care more about that than they do the actual books. And I feel like they're not plotted out as well as they should be. And we learned that with Jonathan Hickman, him saying like I had three three arcs ready to go and they didn't want to move forward because they wanted to give us Captain Krakoa. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you know like we're gonna we we're, we're gonna lose out on what what a a time tested proven writer could give us in his in his grand scheme. We're gonna lose acts two and three because some other writers came up with Captain America for the X Men. I mean, yeah, wow. you know what I mean, like yeah. stuff like that, like the quick YouTube, not YouTube even, I mean, yeah, YouTube, but like the quick social media. Hey, Captain America for the X Men. Well, people will freak out about it for like three or four days the book will come out no one will talk about it again and then you get punchline you get you got that intro completely wrong i was supposed to say you're supposed to go hey everybody it's menti it's your boy i'm gonna be talking about <laughs> batman today and then quick cuts quick cuts a little zoom hey. in zoom out subscribe yeah. you know that whole deal right, that we usually do. but that's but the 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 dopamine kick of we came up with a cool character like even this joker reveal this Joker reveals prime example. It's it's gonna. I mean, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it, it takes off and it becomes the coolest Joker in the world. I highly doubt it. More than likely, we're never gonna see this Joker again until some random writer pulls him out 15 years from now. Wow. We'll have to put him on me, ice. But that. But that's that's where that's where the state of comics are because to me it's they're they're they want that they want the shares and the click. It's clickbait. It's clickbait for comics. That's what this is. I mean, that's that's basically, I mean, this is a, a further indictment of comics at large for a different conversation, I'm sure, in terms of a lot of it being just that. Well, check out this. Boom. Like I said, get your eyes on it. Generate a couple of articles, maybe a discussion for a day or two. This you know usual. what it started we, with? It all works until we have to actually read the book. It's not true. It didn't start with it. But I, I feel like it started with it the first time I noticed it was Gotham Girl and Gotham. 
Do you remember that when uh, yeah. all not when uh, Rebirth first kicked off and Tom yeah. Tom King first took over? And they were great. It was actually really good, but it They're was really it was clickbaity. It was like, hey, there's a Superman in Gotham. Whoa! And, they, yeah. and, and he you know, he flew by the seat of his pants for a while, but I and I liked I really did like Gotham and Gotham Girl. I thought it was dumb at first, but I really did like him. Um, wasn't Gotham by Gaslight, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> wasn't Gotham by Gaslight, but that's my point. There hasn't been a Gotham by Gaslight in a long time. No, there hasn't been a book that like you you knew reading it like this book's going to stand the test of time. King in Black, I think, will just because of what it did to the character of Venom and how popular that character has become. It's important for Venom. That book is important for Venom. There has not been a, ba- a book important for Batman in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think of a book that had me, like I said, that excited. And three Jokers? In terms of maybe? Three Jokers, yeah. maybe. It was a little convoluted in terms of the, the hype lead up. Like, the hype was bigger until... The first issue was great, too. It, the book as itself was solid. Like, I love the entire run. Love the artwork. Jason Fairlock did an amazing job. Um, and the writing was great. But, like, in general, you're right. In terms of interest generated before the book, it was all right. You know, I can't think of one over the last couple of years, and that's crazy. Like, the one thing that keeps coming to my mind, my mind isn't even a Batman-exclusive thing. It was, remember um, DC's Tales from the Dark Multiverse? Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be so, so cool. And, like, you know, you had the Death of Superman. It's you had dark Batman what Nightfall, if. Which kicked it's, it off. It's exactly. dark what if. <laughs> exactly. But, like, it, it, it was very one note, you know? Yo, I, and then yo, some of them I, were less predictable. And then I'm, it culminated at the end of, of, of Season 1 with Teen Titans, where what if... Um, I forgot her name now. I've I've started to learn Moshkoisms. And Moshko's laugh just told me we were going on too long. <laughs> Moshko, <laughs> Moshko's laugh just told me, all right, wrap this up, bro. <laughs> cool, cool. Moshko's. I'm glad I faded, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, you can find the show. Yeah, Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's what this that's where that laugh brought us. <laughs> Uh yeah, Am my I right? timer has us at over sixty minutes. Yeah, this, this is a <laughs> long. Wow. We didn't hit that yet for the actual show. But. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. It's a Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. You can also go to YouTube now. That's Welcome to Fireside. Go to Moshko Collects, buy some stuff, support that man. Once again, I'm Menti. We appreciate your your patronage. We appreciate patronage. your. Your your there's got to be a term for social media. Do we have to say the whole thing? Like comment, like, raise, subscribe. Uh, there's got your your presence on social media. We appreciate. Let's just go with that. <laughs> comment, you. like, subscribe. Thank you for those things. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, that's it. I'm Enzi. I'm Moshko. and I'm Corbin. <laughs> Any, anything you need to plug there, Corbin? Uh, not a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> uh, um, check out Batman Forever, y'all. Comic book barbarian? What happened? What, 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 oh, what listen, man, we are dusting off the mothballs on that. I'm trying to get. I'm. Tr- I'm. I just found my way back on uh, Fireside. Let's let's get myself back out the wilderness, and then I'll start plugging stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, watch some watch some better movies. That'll help. <laughs> you are uh, not sending him to the cooler. Anybody? <laughs> I, you know, I got it for a second. It took me a second, deuces, but I got it. I'm out. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Hey, hey freeze! The heat is on. The heat is on. Freeze! <laughs> I love it. Chicks the heat the is on. I'm sorry. I just got the better song reference pops, popped in my head. Peace. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs>